Welcome to the Raising Great Kids podcast. I'm your host today, Kendra Fleming. Today we're talking about that super chill, easy to get along with, little bit stubborn child of yours. We are in part four of our temperament discussion, and today we're specifically talking about the green temperament. Now, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the color temperament assessment, I encourage you to go back to episode 27, uh, where we give you an overview that'll help you catch up. But today, let's talk about those greens. Welcome to part four of our discussion on temperaments and your kids. I can't believe we're already to the last temperament. Unbelievable. Uh, We've already talked about the yellow, the red, and the blue. So if you missed, you might want to go back to part one, two, and three uh, to catch up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we're wrapping up this series with Kathleen Eidelman. She is our expert on all things temperament and communication. And we're specifically focusing uh, this series on learning the temperaments of your children and how to better Mm -hmm. relate and communicate to them. This series has been full of so much helpful information. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. So today we're talking about the greens. I Mm -hmm. feel like the greens are the nicest people. I am married to one. They're Mm -hmm. fabulous. I'm really excited to talk about them. Parents, you're going to want to take a lot of notes on Mm -hmm. this session. So uh, let's jump in and and get right to the information. So I know that you tell us often Mm -hmm. that every temperament has very unique strengths. Yes. So tell us a little bit about the unique strength of our greens. And isn't that interesting? We're both married to greens. Yes. And I have a tendency sometimes to say they're my favorite, yes. you know, because they are innately kind they people. Are. They just really are. Yeah. Um, and what is unique to the green that no other temperament shares mm-hmm. is their ability to be calm in the midst of chaos, mm-hmm. where the reds excel yeah. in emergencies and they see a way out or they mm-hmm. see a fix it. Yeah, The greens are the ones that are going to just come up alongside you and say, we'll be okay. Yeah. You know, this will be fine. Um, a girlfriend of mine has some daughters that are all in the same grade. And, you know, when they're doing their homework and what they were doing is, you know, going to be able to take a retest, right? Yeah. So they're studying for this retest and they're taking it. And, uh, you know, the red and the yellow are nervous and they're worried. And, you know, um, a blue would be too. Is, oh, am I going to fail it? I have this chance. And they're concerned. And the green is, you guys, you've done it once already. Yeah. You know, you've got this. You know all these. Let's just study the things that we don't know. Uh You know, we can do this. And just her calmness helped calm down those other temperaments. They bring a lot of reassurances Mm -hmm. and peacefulness, really, to the situation. Absolutely. I love that about greens, too. And uh, for those of us who are reds, we need that in our life. (laughs) They definitely help the reds soften their edges. Yeah, relax a little bit, for sure. So um, we're really trying to help parents Mm -hmm. here begin to discover their child's temperament, Mm -hmm. uh, begin to learn how to relate better to them. And we have parents who have preschoolers all the way through high school. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about what that green temperament looks like kind of at every stage of life. Well, again, we want to make sure that we're identifying for children that they are wired with strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. You know, so for in order for them to know a strength, Mm -hmm. right, they have to know a weakness. So when they're little, and they're like toddlers to maybe five or six, this green temperament, Mm -hmm. calm, easygoing, Mm well-behaved, shares well. You you almost will forget they're sitting in the 
car seat, yeah. you know, um, in the corner. They're <laughs> yeah. so quiet. Yeah. Um, the weaknesses at this stage, though, they can be s- slow mm-hmm. to get moving. Mm-hmm. Um, extremely stubborn. This can make a red look like they're easy right. when they get in the stubborn mode. They do not do well with change. Mm-hmm. Um, they're indecisive, and they can be easily manipulated by other people. So then you go into that pre-teen stage, as mm-hmm. we've talked about, you will start to see how innately kind this green temperament is. Um, they're easygoing. They're helpful. They're friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're obedient, right? Mm-hmm. But at this stage, you might struggle with they're hard to get moving. Mm-hmm. Um, they get, they're stubborn. Like the stubbornness goes through their pretty much their lifetime, right? <laughs> um, their indecisiveness, uh-huh. their uninvolvement. And this is where teasing might come in yeah. to play. Um, when they're 13 and older into that mm-hmm. teen section, again, innately kind. Mm-hmm. This is a child that's going to be content, consistent, actually pretty witty. Yeah. Their dry humor mm-hmm. is, and their humor is like double over hysterical sometimes. <laughs> I don't know about your husband, but my yeah. husband will say yeah. these one-liners uh-huh. and the whole room will yeah. just crack up. They're great listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, their weakness at this point that might start rearing its head is fear of change, Mm -hmm. Um, unmotivated, definitely indecisive, and too compromising. Mm -hmm. So in their compromising, they might um, even lie or fib at this point. This child definitely will avoid making important decisions that affect other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Responsibility for extra work. Mm -hmm. They especially do not—they will avoid— being left holding the bag. Yeah. Um, tension between relationships. They'll avoid it. They'll walk away. They'll withdraw if there's conflict or confrontation. Mm-hmm. But they'll be attracted to calmness and harmony. If they're not pushed, if they can stay on the sidelines and not be forced to jump in, they're going to be, you know, attracted to that kind of freedom yeah. of not only expression, but decision, yeah. decision-making. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a very good friend who has a green son that I've known since babyhood Mm -hmm. all the way up to he's Mm -hmm. an adult now. And I remember when he was a baby, sweetest, snuggliest, calmest. (laughs) I loved to hold him. He was just Mm -hmm. such a sweet little thing. And he was his whole life. And he has three sisters Uh who were all the different temperaments, but none of them green, uh, reds and yellows, I would say mostly. And uh, just to watch him through the years navigate all of that and be very different than both of his parents. I think he's He's got to be the only green in that whole family. Oh, my goodness. um, Definitely bringing a sense of calm, very fun wit, very gets the whole room laughing, but very laid back. And I know sometimes with my husband being a green, too, sometimes I can— misinterpret that as he doesn't even really care or mm-hmm. he's not paying attention when that's really not true. But it's easy to kind of uh, put our own, I guess, lens on them if we're that's, not careful, right? Absolutely. That's yeah. what paradigm shifting is all about. Yeah. It's learning you and then learning to validate and compliment other people and then speak their language through their lens, through the language that they're designed to speak. Yeah, so right? important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, so good for our own hearts and lives to shape <laughs> that way, right? Exactly. Um, 
So as we've talked about all of the temperaments, Mm -hmm. uh, the red, yellow, blue, you've been really clear to tell us that each temperament has its own innate needs that Mm -hmm. are really important. As parents, we should memorize them. Mm -hmm. We need to write them down. And that to better understand our child, to have a better relationship with them, to better parent them, we need to be an expert Mm -hmm. on their needs. So tell us a little bit about the needs of the green. Yeah. And again, these innate needs, um, to be aware of your own Mm -hmm. first you know, there is a statement that says you cannot give what you don't have. Right. So we want to do a lot of self-care as parents, mm-hmm. too, to make sure that we understand our innate needs mm-hmm. and we're filling our own love tank so we have something to pour into these beautiful children yeah. that we're responsible for, Such right? Such a point, yeah. Um, for greens, it's harmony, lack of stress, mm-hmm. feeling of worth and respect. Mm-hmm. Um, again, even those words are so calming. Yeah. Um, harmony, yeah. this is everybody getting along mm-hmm. and everything going smoothly. Yeah, You know, this can be a room full of people mm-hmm. as long as they're all getting along. Yeah, You know, um, and I have uh, friends at mine that lived um, down the street from us, and they were both red-blue combinations, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. had this <laughs> green sun that um, they were just on him and mm-hmm. on him and on him about college applications. And every day, did you start this? Did you pick? What colleges yeah. are you picking? And it got to be the point that he saw Harmony start to go away in his household, right? Mm -hmm. So he literally said to his parents, you pick the three colleges that you want me to apply to and I'll apply to them. Wow. Okay. He literally was (laughs) compromising himself just to keep harmony in the house, you know, and that's what a green will do, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Um, for feeling of worth. I loved it. Avery had a friend and they had a science group project. And um, what that feeling of worth to a green is, is to be valued for their unique contributions. Mm -hmm. And I was so great that she told her friend, because she said it to me first, she goes, gosh, when Amanda wasn't there, you know, she was really missed Mm because she brings so much to to our group on this project. And I said, wow, I think that might... Uh make her feel valued, you know? So she ended up telling her, and that's exactly, that. knowing that they're valued enough Mm -hmm. that when they're not there, they're missed. Yeah. I mean, that's a, they want to know that feeling of worth, right? Yeah. Um, Lack of stress. This is the absence of combative and conflictive words. Um, The minute there's combative or conflicting words or even people's tone raises, Mm -hmm. you will see a green withdrawal. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you've seen that in your husband, right? And again, you in this this will of iron they have. Uh So they can take the dripping and the dripping and the dripping and then explode at their sibling, right? And even though they're exploding and going, you're so annoying, they do it in such a calm presence, <laughs> yeah. right? And yeah. then they're even under intense pressure. Oh, mm-hmm. They remain calm and then they just go back. Yeah. They just go right back yeah. to what they were doing. So and true. it just is volatile and then yeah. goes right back. I've told many people, I have never, ever had my husband raise his voice at me, mm-hmm. ever. I, I wish I could say the same about mm-hmm. myself. <laughs> I can't, but uh, it's just not in him. Yeah. It would be shocking to me if he mm-hmm. did. He has other ways of letting mm-hmm. me know he's unhappy. Exactly. <laughs> but it's not that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, I can say the same about Brad. He's yeah. so so even keel all the time, yes. right? Yeah. Um, 
Another very important one, speaking of Brad, because respect Mm -hmm. means being asked for their thoughts and opinions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've been married for over three decades, and what I really have learned is, you know, really making sure I ask for that for him, Mm -hmm. that I haven't planned it out and looked at it and prepared so much Mm -hmm. that I didn't show him feeling of worth by saying, hey, what's your input here? Or what's important to you? Or do you have an idea? Because if Greens have an idea, they'll, they'll tell you. Mm -hmm. But if they don't, he'll say, no, I'm good with whatever you pick or I'm good with whatever you plan. And, you know, then I honor him with Mm -hmm. that. So important to ask them. Oh, it's so important for respect. They just want to know that their thoughts and opinions are heard. Yeah. So when I think about our house having four kids and my wiring, several of our kids, we're we're not adverse to conflict. Conflict (laughs) kind of like gets gets us somewhere, you know what I mean? Like we we wrestle it out till we figure out the best answer uh, kind of thing. So when I think about my husband's need for harmony, Mm -hmm. uh, what does it look like in a child who is wired to be green, needs harmony, you know, you've told us about their needs, and their needs are not being Mm -hmm. met? What does that look like? Well, again, here's where you're watching constantly Uh for behavior change. We don't want to get so in the moment of busyness, especially with this green child who can run under the radar or fall through the cracks, right? You want to watch, you know, are they all of a sudden being stubborn or or strong-willed or unenthusiastic? Mm -hmm. And then that turns into behavior that is procrastination Mm -hmm. or stubbornness. And so procrastination, of course, is not doing things or responsibilities, Mm -hmm. you know, at the time, or stubbornness refusing to converse about something or compromising themselves, right? So, um, again, when you have somebody that's a green, you can see that behavior change in that same, (laughs) that very same couple with the, the young man with the college um, applications, uh-huh. they did the same thing where they were so task-oriented mm-hmm. that the minute he came home, they were lecturing, right, mm-hmm. him about things that had to be done, and they had to be done right now. Yeah. And there was nobody saying, "What does this work into your schedule, mm-hmm. or what do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. And so he just started to withdraw. And then yeah. when he was asked, um, the procrastination came in. Yeah. And really what was happening was he was being lectured all day yeah. and then coming home and being lectured by the parents. Yeah. And that just caused him, you know, feeling of worth wasn't, respect mm-hmm. wasn't. And so stubbornness yeah. and procrastination just took right over. And it seems like that would be exhausting to agree to mm-hmm. have like the constant, here's the list of tasks, here's what yes. I need you to do. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I typically read in some of my greens is I've I've worn you out with my <laughs> requests. <laughs> because again, reds, everything yeah. to you is priority. Yeah. And um, to a green, yeah. you know, only true priority is priority. And yeah. even then it's done on their time frame. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, I don't know why, but I feel like we have to be extra careful not to tear down a green. Yeah. Maybe it's because uh, I feel like if you're uh, rough with the red, they're going to give it right back to mm-hmm. you. You're going to kind of know where you stand with the red. But with the green, I do feel like they withdraw or they get quieter. And you might not even know that they that you're that you've hurt them in some way yeah. necessarily. So tell us how to be aware with our green kids that we are not tearing them down. Yeah. Tearing down, excuse me, <clears throat> with the green is we 
we really have to be careful of expecting them to do things on our time frame. Mm-hmm. You know, they really do have their own time frame. Yeah. And a, most of the time, again, if we're talking to them in the way they can hear, mm-hmm. they will get it done. Yeah. But pushing them into involvement, involvement or interaction with other people, not a good idea. Yeah. The pushing is where they're going to put their heels in. Mm-hmm. Um, not listening when they do speak up. Mm-hmm. When they do finally say something, we have to be ready to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, having everything be a conflict or a confrontation mm-hmm. will tear them down. Focusing or making quick decisions, making a lot of quick changes yeah, isn't good for a green. And um, not giving them enough um, time to recharge. Yeah. You know, you really want to give them time to think about it, to process, and show interest in what they're interested mm-hmm. in. Because greens only really do things they're interested in. Yeah. And when they're not interested in it, we have to refocus it to, like, if, you know, I really am not interested in taking out the trash, but Mm -hmm. I am interested in being honoring to my mom. Yeah. So just redirecting that. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And I do have a red mom that was definitely having a hard time motivating her green daughter. Mm -hmm. And instead of thinking of those innate needs, Mm -hmm. you know, she said, you know, something that to me was kind of like the story we talked about with the blue mom and the yellow mm-hmm. boy on the floor, washing the floor. As she said, I knew you couldn't do it anyway. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I'll just do it. Yeah. Well, oh, wow. That will yeah. tear down your green because, <laughs> yeah. you know, they have the potential. Mm-hmm. And especially a green wants to know that you believe in them, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. that they, that you honor their, again, their design. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I interact with a lot of greens. I, uh, as I said, I'm married to one, so are <laughs> yeah. you. So that's up close and personal. But even in my workplace and uh, uh, teammates, mm-hmm. I have greens all around me. And uh, I I know as a red, especially, I find myself adjusting a lot mm-hmm. with greens, like kind of adjusting my approach or things like that. And what do we need to know if we're a parent? And I love what you said earlier that um, God gave us our kids. We're wired how we're wired. They need us to be who we are. There's something in us that's important for them to have. Um, but how do we adjust uh, or or interact with a green child if yeah. we're wired very differently. And I love that you said that because we are chose specifically mm-hmm. to be our children's yes. parents, but, you know, it's the other way around us too. Yeah. You know, they're learning from us, but we're also learning from them. Yeah. So maybe you've been given a green child and you're a red parent because there's something they can teach so you, good. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you're a yellow parent and you have a green child, you definitely connect with the green child in the value of relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, you provide and motivate the greens because they're both very inward focused mm-hmm. with feelings Um, Now, but the green is slower to express them. Mm -hmm. So the yellow parent wants to give them that time, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Enjoy their sense of humor. Yeah. You know, make avoid making fun of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Since both yellow and green can lose sight of goals by being distracted, mm-hmm. we want to set goals together, make them fun, easily to obtain mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. the two of you, and enjoy that journey together. Yeah. Right? Um, be thoughtful for the time that they need to recharge. Mm-hmm especially if you're a yellow parent. You have to know that they just want to chill, okay? Reduce the stress and chaos around them. Mm -hmm. You know, where a yellow can just function in that sometimes, not so much a green child, right? If you're a red 
parent with a green child, realize that your drive and determination may cause immediate shutdown Mm. in that green child. Mm -hmm. Immediate. They can detect your intensity long before (laughs) you're even aware of it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And they would, you know, they're much more motivated by support and encouragement Mm -hmm. than threats and challenges. Mm. Support and encouragement instead of threats and challenges. Important. Um, Especially because challenges to a red seems like a good word. Yeah. It's not really a green word. Yeah. Okay? (laughs) So we speak our own words. Uh And they absolutely have to develop their Mm -hmm. own interests. Yeah. So you can put these, you know, um, you just want to do everything at a little bit slower pace if you're a red parent. Mm -hmm. Okay? If you're a blue parent and a green child, be kind in your criticism. You know, um, this will be really important. Otherwise, again, the green will withdraw, Yeah. right? The green can get overwhelmed by the amount of detail you share. When you feel like you're just pointing out something to them, um, it's the way that you use the words that you choose with them. Because even if it's you're just telling them something could be done right, it could be, you know, just a blow, like a crushing word to their feelings. Wow. Because remember, this person's on the people side. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, you can build up, if you do have like a critical or judgmental demeanor, which a blue can have, um, this could build up resentment in that green child. Mm-hmm. And you may not know it till they're an adult. Yeah. So nagging and lecturing is not going to work with this child. Mm. Um, and remember to do things as a blue, pure-hearted, without expectation. Mm-hmm. Lean into the kindness mm-hmm. that they have, mm-hmm. right? If it's two greens, since you both do not con- want conflict <laughs> or conversation, it can be hard for a green adult even to, to confront a green child. Huh. So... They're going to have to, you know, appreciate the harmony and peace, but make meaningful interactions. Yeah. You know, really learning to advocate for yourself and then to show that you would advocate for your child, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so the decisions of a green parent mm-hmm. are really going to be reflected on as the green child because they're going to see themselves in that green parent. Interesting. So, um, with this will, you know, if you have that connection and it's harmonious relationship and the communication is clear, that's what's going to be important because as a green person, there's not a lot of communication, mm-hmm. but you, especially a green parent and green child, do not want to leave things just in the assumption that they're understood. Yeah. Because most of the time, that's going to come back and bite you, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then create a structured environment. That, that lines up, that shows that you're up, again, for the challenge yeah. of whatever comes between you two, yeah. that you're able to guide them in a way that shows kindness yeah. and consistency. Yeah. Mm. So helpful. So many good tips in there, mm, yeah. uh, for sure. So I know our parents are trying to discover, especially when their kids are younger, you know, what, how their kid is wired and how to relate to them. And sometimes it's not a child who is like purely green. <laughs> uh, and so they read that definition. They're like, I mean, not totally. They're not totally like mm-hmm. that. So describe to us sort of the sec- secondary temperaments yeah. of a green. Well, and here's the thing. There's some people who are very, very deep in their temperament, like yes. yourself, that yep. has a, just a splash of yellow, right? <laughs> yep. And then there's going to be people who run more in the 50s. 
50-50. Yeah. So sometimes even within one sentence, okay. they'll speak yeah. their dominant and secondary, yeah. right? Where with you, you might have to spend a lot of time with you to then see the sparkle in your yeah. eye, that, yeah. that splash of yellow, right? Yeah. So if if it's a green-yellow, and let's say they're going on vacation, yeah, they're going to say something like, Oh, I really want to chill, but where are we going? That's fun. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. is are the cousins coming? Are we, is everybody coming? Uh-huh. Um, whereas if it's a green blue, uh-huh. it might sound like, oh, we're going on vacation. I hope I get to chill. I want to make a plan uh-huh. of what we're going to do. Can I see the schedule? Yeah. And you'll see in the difference of what sure. they look at. And the secondary will definitely show up. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Again, uh, for parents who are listening, the way that you figure this out is you become a student of your child, mm-hmm. right? You're always observing and listening and learning. And hopefully this content will really uh, kind of make some things clear. I, I feel as my kids grew, uh, it becomes more and more oh. clear. And, you know, and then I look back at their babyhood. And I'm like, oh, that's what that was. Now I, <laughs> now I know. Now I know. So, um, Okay, what does every green hope that we know about them? Yeah, let me say that you're going to have parents that go say this question to you, Kendra. Is it too late? So if it's a parent of a middle schooler or high school, I want them to know that it's never too late. Yes. That when you're hearing this, if you're watching it or you're hearing the podcast today and it's the first time you've heard it, Mm -hmm. we have to remember that God's got a perfect timing and order. Yeah. And this is when you're supposed to hear it. Yeah. So First of all, I want to encourage them so that it's good. not too yeah, late. If you sure. missed it at nine months or seven or 12 yeah. and they're 24, yeah. that's okay. If I they're mean, 40, that's adulthood. okay. I use it for <laughs> new people I meet or my marriage or all kinds of exactly. things. You're so That is so true. What the Greens want you to know mm-hmm. is that even though they're kind and quiet, that they want you to know that they do have ideas yeah. and they do have opinions. Now, they're working on advocating for themselves, yeah. but they would love you to ask. Yeah. If, if they just cannot find the opening, mm-hmm. we could show them respect to yeah. show, hey, I know you have a good idea. Yeah. I think you really would have some input here. Yeah. And would we just ask? Yeah. I love that. Oh, thank you. It's so good to understand all the greens in my life just a little bit better. (laughs) They really are the kindest, most loving people. I Uh, agree. Uh, that you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they really are. So I really love the greens in our life. So as we close out, any parting words about greens that you would like to well, share? I, this is what I wrote down, Kendra. Yeah. This this all-purpose temperament, because really what it is, yeah. can occasionally bring up traits of the other temperaments in different situations. Okay, That's why they're called the chameleon of uh-huh. the temperaments. Um, and this can be an advantage, yeah. you know, when you're trying to understand the different languages mm-hmm. and identify different temperaments. Yeah. But if you teach them consistency of character, yeah. honoring their own wiring through their purpose and their strengths, it's going to help them fight the urge to lose themselves mm-hmm. in the temperaments they're surrounded by. Mm, so good. And I can see it happen. I could see how it mm-hmm. could happen. Oh, I could definitely easily. see how it could happen. Yeah. So, so good. 
Oh, Kathleen, thank you so much for all of this information. This whole series has been so helpful to us. Now, parents, if you're listening, you may be wondering, uh, how do I get more information? How do I get my hands on an assessment for my kids? So I'm going to give you two options. One is you can get the official temperament assessment in the book, I Said This, You Heard That. You can order it on Amazon. I'll put all the links in the show note. And then uh, we've recently re- released a new digital assessment tool. So you, I'll, I'll put the links in the show notes for you as well, but mm-hmm. you can also Thanks. access access it there. So after listening to this content, if you're like, I would like to learn more about the temperament of my child, I cannot recommend uh, enough for you to go ahead and uh, take that assessment or take it with your kids. Is there is there any age that you kind of recommend you have a child take the assessment? As soon as they can read, okay, you know, yeah, that, that's if they if it's before the age that they can read, I always have the parents each fill one out, yeah, for the child yeah. and then discuss their answers, uh huh. Um, and then even if they're a child, will will pick some and we'll read some questions out to them, sure. and see what their response is, yeah. But as soon as they're really good readers, they can take the assessment, okay. Okay, that's great. All right, parents, thank you so much. I know you have a notebook full of takeaways. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.